following podcast is a Jill Divine Media production. Christianity has become known for judgy people, strange words, ancient stories, confusing rules, and a members-only mindset. This is why I stayed away from the church for so long, but it's not supposed to be that way. I'm Jill Devine, a former radio personality with three tattoos, a love for a good tequila, and who's never read the entire Bible. Yet, here I am hosting a podcast about faith. The Normal Goes a Long Way podcast is your home for real conversations with real people using real language about how faith and real life intersect. Welcome to the conversation. We are going to continue the conversation with Emily Elam this week in our part two episode. If you didn't get a chance to listen to part one, please do so, so that you can get caught up to speed. And we're talking about getting uncomfortable. We're talking about living our best lives and making sure that we do that. And sometimes it looks different in different ways. And that's what we are going to talk about a little bit more in this week's episode. I kind of realized I can't wait forever to live the rest of my life for, you know, something magical to, I need to start living my life now and using these days. And I can either sit around my house and feel sorry for myself, or I can do something fun. And so then I kind of thought, well, if I'm going to go by myself, where would I, where would I want to go? Where would I be comfortable? And wanted to go somewhere warm. And, you know, initially I was thinking, well, maybe I'll go to Florida or, you know, something perhaps more manageable. And then I just thought, I'm just going to look at flights to Honolulu. And from there, I think, you know, it it was totally inevitable at that point that this is what I was going to do. So I found some flights and I booked them. <laughs> I mean, like I'm sitting here thinking the woman that just across from me said, I do not go out to eat by myself. And then you booked a flight to Honolulu. Like we're not talking Herman, Missouri, like where you could drive to. We are talking about completely like mind blown. But in some ways, Jill, I think I needed to do something I couldn't back out of. Yeah. So I booked these flights too far to come home early. You know, mm, there's no going back early. For yeah. And I booked a nice hotel right on the beach. And, you know, I'm not giving up that that money that I put down on, you know, you lose a night's stay if you don't go. And... So it was kind of a way of holding myself accountable for doing it too. You know, if I think if I would have just said, oh, I want to get out of town, I'm going to go to Chicago for the weekend Mm -hmm. or something, you know, real easy. I might have been tempted to back out. And to be honest with you, leading up to it, I was, you know, I, I remember you saying this in your podcast, you wrote the dates in pencil and Mm -hmm. I did the same. I keep a paper planner and, and I wrote them in pencil And, you know, I remember being on calls with people from work or telling friends like, oh, I think I, I, you know, I might go to Hawaii if I don't chicken out. And, and, but it was like, there's no, there's no chickening out. You know, I, I'm just going. All right. So you get on that flight and you get there, walk through the journey. Yeah. So I, like I said, I didn't 
book, I intentionally did not book a lot of activities for myself because I thought, I don't know how I'm going to feel. I may just want to sit on the beach and read or, you know, I might feel sad. I don't know how I will feel, but I'm just going to take this step and remind myself that I can do things on my own and there doesn't always have to be someone right there with me and see if I can have fun in this most beautiful place on the Mm -hmm. world. So, you know, I, and I wound up actually just by sheer coincidence, having a friend on the first leg of my flight, somebody I ran into in the airport. And you talked a little bit on your podcast about kind of um, what I'll call God winks, a term we use here at our church about, you know, one of your friends texted you right before you were going to go. And Mm -hmm. the house wound up being similar to someplace you'd stayed before. Yeah. And I felt like that was just kind of like a little wink from God. Like, here's somebody with you on your first leg of your journey that that you know, Mm -hmm. uh, who's going someplace else connecting on from from our first flight. But that kind of set the tone. And I think I knew in that moment, this is going to be good. (sighs) And, And it was. And I got there and... You know, I check into this hotel that I'm real familiar with and I get my room and I look out and I can see the water and it was just good from there. And then I wound up doing things, you know, more than I had even planned. Tell me about those things. So I did a hike up Diamond Head, which for anyone who has seen kind of the the iconic postcards of Waikiki Beach, it's the little mountain that you can kind of see there, or crater is what it really is. And so, you know, I, I walked there from my hotel because I didn't have a car, so it's kind of a long walk. And I did this hike, and that felt good. And I booked a catamaran ride, which is something I've done before in Hawaii. I love being out on the water. I absolutely love it. And, you know, I thought, is this going to be so strange by myself? And And it wasn't. It was great. I loved it. Um, I took a surfing lesson, which I had never done before in, you know, in, in these prior trips. And I was kind of thinking, what would be a good activity that you don't really need another person for right. that something new that I haven't done that. And I intentionally at this point wanted to push my comfort zone. And, you know, they have all these little stands on the beach where you can just, you know, book a surfing lesson and. So I did that and surprised myself that I was able to get up and, you know, ride the wave, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) which I would not have imagined I would be able to do. And, you know, I went to the restaurants that I wanted to go to, some of my favorite places, and just, I just didn't care. You know, I just was there to have fun I I just lifted up. Did you get met with a, you know, obviously questions from people like, oh, what brings you here? Or are you on vacation? Are you married? Like, did that happen yeah, a lot? A little bit, yeah. And it was interesting, the reactions from people when I would say, you know, I'm just on vacation and I'm just having fun. And people were like, wow, that's great. You know, mm-hmm. that that's so cool that you're doing this. And 
people were really friendly. Um, I mean, I didn't walk around advertising like single right. woman here alone. Um, <laughs> right. Well, thank you for but, not doing that, Emily. Just to clarify. <laughs> but, you know, folks that I would chat with and it was great. And I, you know, I thought, oh, it's going to be so weird um, sitting down at a restaurant and ordering by myself. And it just wasn't because I was just present in my surroundings and present in my experience. And I don't know if you know this about me. I'm actually an only child. I don't know. No, I did not. And I kind of reminded myself going into this trip and on this trip because I am a very social person and I I really prefer to have people around me all the time. And I just kind of reminded myself I'm an only child. I can play alone. And that's oh. what this was. I played alone. Wow. And it was okay. It was better than okay. It was great. And it's interesting, too. We talk about this all the time with just everything in life, like perceptions. Like, I, it's easy to say, oh, she has it all together. <laughs> I would never think that she would... I would think you would walk into that restaurant and own it. And it is true. You never know what someone is going through. You never know what's going on in someone's mind. And that's inspiring in itself because you have to remember, like every person is so uniquely different. And you walking into that restaurant could have been a catalyst for someone else who may have seen you and thought, whatever, but maybe they're like, oh, I can do this myself. Mm -hmm. Or they're listening right now and saying, locally, I can do mm -hmm. this myself. And that, like, that's not something that we should forget. Mm -hmm. So you're in Hawaii and I know that you were thinking through things and you were thinking about stuff and just like, Tell me, with whatever you're comfortable with, like, were some of the moments that you had with your mental well-being or, like, you know, what happened that made you think a certain way or opened your eyes to something? Um, I, I'll share that Audrey had said that she went on her journey and one of the things that she was looking for was some sort of epiphany with God. And she was honest and said she didn't get it. But there were other things that she got. And what I loved that she shared was there were definitely so many highs, but there were lows too. And she recognized those and then was able to kind of focus on the highs again. Um I just wanted to know if that was something similar for you where there things, it could have been all highs. That's good too. But like things like that, that happened throughout your time there. Yeah, there were definitely highs and lows and it was a real confidence builder for me in my personal confidence. So Jill, you know about my career, I, I'm extremely confident in the workplace and there are aspects of my life where I feel really comfortable and I really feel like I've I do have it together. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. This is my swim lane. And in my, you know, personal life and my sense of self had and self-confidence had really been shaken kind of coming into this. And so 
it was a real confidence booster for me to be in this place. And, and I do want to just acknowledge the, the privileged position that I'm in. I mean, not everyone can go to Hawaii and I want to just acknowledge that, but I think anyone who can do anything and step out of your comfort zone is an opportunity to gain Mm self-confidence. And I was in this place where you, I, I don't think you can help but feel good in Hawaii. And just taking in the beauty, the sunshine, the rainbows, it was totally, um, it was just, it was a blessing. And there were, there were those moments where I'm just, you know, maybe sitting on the beach or just walking around and I feel like it's okay. Like I... I have value as a person and I am going to be okay and I can do things and I don't always have to be surrounded by another, a, a partner or an, you know, an entourage or a friend group or anything, you know, it, it can just be me and that can be okay. And there were, there were some moments that were, Um, you know, things that reminded me, um, of kind of my, my prior life, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I thought, oh, I'll do some, some shopping on the trip. And there's kind of a, some, you know, mid luxury and luxury brand stores. And I went out one day and, and was kind of walking in that environment and, that was a little triggering of kind of a a past life for me. And I, but I recognized it in the moment. And I said, you know what, this is not good for me. I'm going to, I'm going to exit this setting and go back to the beach. And that was, I think a good thing that I was able to just recognize it Mm -hmm. and acknowledge it and move on to something else. There are so many different things that you have said that Audrey also said that she experienced, and that's really cool. Like, that clearly cannot be a God wink. That's Mm -hmm. more than that. And that is in itself just an inspiration, too. Um, I told Audrey this, and I'm telling you this, too. It is inspiring to see what you both did. And to not lie and say that it was easy to do either. Uh, Just a little bit of a backstory for the listener. I had emailed you about something work-related for the church, and you said, okay, I'm getting ready to head on vacation. Um, I'll get a hold of you. I'm like, no, 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 no. Vacation (laughs) is sacred. Like, do not email me. And that's when you told me that you were going on this trip solo to Hawaii. And I'm like, what? And my office partner and I am like, did you hear what Emily is doing? Emily is going to Hawaii solo. Like, I don't think I could ever do that. And we started, we had this long discussion about it. And I know that, but you were also open and honest and said, um, I'm worried about feeling lonely at times. And the only thing, the, the best advice I can have for anything like that is to own it, accept it, acknowledge it, 
and then take your next steps, which is exactly what you did for the trigger with the, Mm -hmm. like so many times people will just suppress it and like try to make it go away. Mm -hmm. But if you do that, it's going to come back and bite you in the butt like a thousand times harder. Yeah. (sighs) Okay. Now we need to talk about like where you are now. As I mentioned in the retreat for me, um, in my episodes, you come back and you are on that high. And of course the high doesn't last. And that's the most difficult thing for me. I try to go back. Now I journaled all about it and I uh, will sometimes go back and read what I experienced, but Dang, that high, it sucks when it goes away. Mm -hmm. And I'm really glad that you addressed that in your podcast. And that was helpful because it does. I mean, you come back and you're just like, yeah, like life is great. You know, I I think I remember emailing you like, yes, got a victorious life for me. Like, it's going to be amazing. And then you kind of get back into your normal and you're like, Listen, that great. <laughs> right. Like, oh man, I really wanted to talk about it. And now I don't have anybody to talk about it. And now it's too late. Nobody cares. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not feeling victorious every day. And so two things that have been helpful for me. One is to mentally go back and reflect. I'm not a journal person. Um, you know, uh, Two years ago, I would have told you I'm like super uncomfortable like talking about feelings and now I'm just kind of, we're there. Um, (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But, you know, I'm just, I'm not that person who really enjoys quiet or solitude and journaling and and some of those more reflective pieces, which might be funny considering what I did. Right. (laughs) (laughs) But... I just kind of mentally go back there. And so when I'm feeling kind of down or, um, you know, whatever the situation may be, I remind myself how I felt about myself Mm -hmm. and about what God has in store for me. And so I take myself back a little bit and we talked, you talked at the very beginning about kind of New Year's resolutions and goals. And so I'll tell you, mine is to get out of town at least once a month. doesn't have to be solo, but to just shake up my routine mm-hmm. and just mix it up and, and keep experiencing new things, regardless of where I'm at in life or regardless of whether anyone else is going or not going, just keeping that momentum of living life where you're at. Not having barriers or like, hey, how many times have you tried to schedule something with people and it's like, I can't make that date. I can't make that date. Uh, And then you get frustrated and then, just stick with the date. Mm-hmm. And if you're the only person that shows up and that's hard, mm-hmm. but if it's something you want to do, then you should do it. And if you're right, you, we shouldn't always rely on somebody else. Mm-hmm. <sighs> My mind is like thinking of all these <laughs> things. Cause I, I will say to, and as you mentioned, you know, being able to have the privilege to go, 
I know in my seasons of season of life with two littles, it's not always easy for me to jump and go somewhere or my husband and I to even take a date night, but we also have to be more intentional and we have to be creative. I think Mm -hmm. that that's part of my thought process for this year is stop making the excuses, whether it's because it's not in our budget or it's whatever, I'm tired. Okay, then let's figure out another solution for it. Mm-hmm. And that can be hard, but I think, you know, I I mean, gosh, it's so cliche when you hear YOLO or mm-hmm. you hear you're not guaranteed tomorrow. You're No, but we also are living our lives and we still have responsibilities and we still have the bills to pay and it's just, it's just very hard. So like, let's try to figure out a way to also experience life. Yeah. And I think it's finding a way that works with where you're at in life. You know, it's going to look different for everyone. Mm -hmm. And, but finding ways, you know, so for me, getting out of town is a way to connect with myself. And I have, you know, in my 2024 agenda, this idea of I'm going to go where I want to go and do things that maybe nobody else wants to do. And it's going to be okay because now I know I can do that by myself and I'm going to gain something from that experience. Somebody who's in a different season of their life, maybe it's not getting away. Maybe it's leaning into where you're at, leaning mm. into your family, leaning into those relationships and and making that a priority. So I don't think it has to look the same for everyone, but for me, it's about finding a way to have a full life and to not just tolerate the season that I may be in, but to take advantage and fill that space and take up space. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Well, that was what I was going to end on is what's next for Emily? And you just really answered it. Um, I mean, on that agenda, I love saying the agenda. That's a really cool way of saying things. Do you have a couple specifics you'd like to share? Yeah, I can tell you my next trip. Okay. And so I... I'm going to the Carter Presidential Library. That is one of those places I'm not sure is high on a lot of people's lists, but I find huge inspiration in former President Carter as a person, what he has done. And I've read a lot about him for humanity and just this idea that he used his platform as a former president of the United States to do amazing things, things he couldn't have done as just a peanut farmer from Georgia, right? And I don't have a platform like that, but it really inspires and motivates me to use whatever little platform I might have in this world for good. I am not, I've told you, I don't see myself as a spiritual leader. I'm not the person out there preaching the gospel, but I try to live my faith through service and I kind of take former President Carter as an exemplar in that. And I, I don't mean to compare myself to him in any way, but that that's something I want to strive to be like. 
And so I've always had an interest in going to his library. And I've never been in part because like presidential libraries aren't real high on a lot of people's bucket lists. And so that's maybe they should be. Maybe they should be. I mean, I I think we can all learn a lot. But uh, and I love history, too. I I should add that. Like, I love history and, and I'm a huge nerd. So that is that's my next one on my list. You said that you don't consider yourself a spiritual leader and it's because you're not, you know, evangelizing and and talking about gospel and scripture, but that's, that's what makes you a great spiritual leader. We don't have to do those things. We have to, I'm talking about you, me, everyone. We have to be and want to be and should be good people that show how amazing this world is and how loved we are by God. That's a that's it. The good works that we're doing, the the kindness that we spread, the helping others. I mean, I can't believe I'm gonna say this because like I, I'm still mind blown. I'm in ministry, but like that is what the second commandment? Like I am <laughs> quoting scripture here and saying that's the second commandment commandment to love your neighbor. I mean, you know what I'm saying here? Like I do. Yeah. And I think, I think you're right. I mean, we all have gifts and we all are given different opportunities and different ways to express or live our faith. And so for some people, I think that gift is teaching and theology. And we desperately need people who can do that. And for some people, you know, it's maybe, um, different types, you know, maybe it's a children's ministry Mm -hmm. or it's, um, you know, it could be anything. And so, so for me, it's it's service is kind of my, that's, that's how I connect to my faith more than, you know, some of the other ways. Yeah. And mine is love. Like that's, yes. Oh, thank you for sharing, Emily. Um, Thanks for inviting me. You have a blog or anything like gosh I feel like we need to do you have a website that we can follow along oh Emily's journeys I have like Instagram okay give us the Instagram it's M can do anything I will also have it at the sh- on the okay. show notes yeah. at normal goes along yeah. yeah you're inspiring I hope that this inspires some other people I know it will and I appreciate you so thank you so much for coming on and for talking about uncomfortable stuff well, I mean, any chance to talk about Hawaii right. and, you know, presidential hit, like these are, this is great. <laughs> oh, so thank you, Jill. You are so welcome. And yes, get uncomfortable, get that agenda going. And maybe you one day could be on this podcast, just like Emily. <laughs>